You know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. Hey, it is us, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in studio, Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave at Otter Creek, intrepid producer Mark Hunter on the controls. Big news. I don't know if last week you heard about French Lick doing some stuff. We got friends at French Lick. We love French Lick. They're on the Golf Channel. Something big coming up. We got Brendan Sweeney from French Lick coming up in a little bit. John Ambrose, who has uh, designed and invented a putter called the L2. Uh, It's going to help. To trust us on this one and also keith rogers with the swing wizard everybody's going to get better if they just listen to the next 59 minutes of golf talk would you agree mr jeff you got that right all right we're going to take a break two minutes we're going to get all ready get everybody in line and we'll be right back don't you move You know, a couple weeks ago, Jeff, we had the guy from Shaftline on. You've been working with your students with it, man. Give me the report. How's it working? Well, so far, everybody's tried to buy it from me. (laughs) I've had 11 people with this putter in their hand, and 11 people tried to buy it from me. I said, no, no, go buy it from them. You can't have this one. I cannot misalign this putter. It is absolutely the easiest thing I've ever seen, and all of the students that I've put it down in front of, they just look at that and like, oh my gosh. Visually, this thing is awesome. A white shaft going straight down into the head, and the top of the head lining up perfectly with the shaft is white. It is fantastic. I cannot misalign anything. And you won't be able to either. Don't buy it from Jeff. Buy it from shaftline.com. Now, listen, if you use the code GOLFGUYS when you check out, you will get free shipping, and you'll get a free sleeve of Pro V1 balls along with your order. Free shipping, free Pro V1s, shaftlinelign.com. GOLFGUYS is the code at checkout. Get you one. And we are those weekend golf guys. Thanks for hanging through the break with us. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it immensely. And again, you miss anything, you can always check out our archives at audioboom.com. It's a great, uh, great site. We also have uh, a website you might want to go to called thoseweekendgolfguys.com, which would make perfect sense. Uh, Facebook.com slash golf guys. And you can follow us on Twitter at WKND golf guys. Jeff does all that stuff when he's not improving folk. Um, how easy is it, Jeff, to, to get better? Let's say you don't have all of the high-tech accoutrement uh, at your fingertips like you have at the golf cave. Um, I got a living room. Uh, it's I went, surprisingly I, easy if you understand what it is you're needing to accomplish and are given a handful of ways to accomplish them. I was at Target the other day, and I bought, um, I bought three dozen ping-pong balls. Oh, good. And my wife was with me, and she said, um, we don't have a ping-pong table. What, what are you going to do with those? <laughs> you don't need that many, but... That, well, I mean, that's how they come. Oh, uh, okay. You bought yeah. the big cube. Yeah, that, that was it. You know, they had 36 or nothing. <laughs> so I got 36. I mean, it was like, you know, four ninety nine or something for 36 ping-pong balls. So my wife looks at me suspiciously like, what are you going to do with those? <laughs> I already don't like this, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. Please tell me this does not involve a golf club. <laughs> Oops. Um, but, you know, we, we've alluded to it. We've touched on it. We've talked about it uh, sometime on some of those shows in the past. But indoors, I mean, in your living room, you can yeah. do some stuff that will actually pay off when you do have a chance to get back out to the course. So are you saying to me that you managed to get out of Target without ha- without throwing me under the bus for promoting 
ping pong ball use in the house? Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, what I did is I said it, it was going to help her grandson. <laughs> and that's all it there takes, man. That's there all it takes. There you go. <laughs> yes, sir. But, yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, I've said this numerous times on the show, and I, and I love to promote this because it's wintertime, and we all want to do something. And, and this is where you can work on your wedge game beautifully. Um, here we go. Ping pong balls. First, they won't break anything. You can hit them up against a lamp and a window and the television and a picture hanging on the wall and nothing happens. So we're safe. But what it's really good for is, is working the short game. You're pitching it under chairs, over chairs, into waste baskets, all kinds of things. Because what you're really learning is how hard you're swinging your club into something, into impact. And when there's nothing down there, it's not quite the same thing. Because you want to develop some sort of touch in terms of I want to hit this one a little harder. You put forth a little bit more wrist action in it. Um, and you want to hit the next one a little softer and you take away some. It gives you a sense of feel of how you're moving your club. It doesn't really have that sense of feel with, with impact, nor how far the ball carried. But it does give you the sense of wielding your club in your hands firmer, softer. It helps you hit a ball high, helps you hit a ball low. You can learn a bunch of different shots in what you can make your hands make the club do, and it's terrific. And, and, and so. you know, if you have no uh, no chance of breaking anything, you don't have to be careful. I mean, swinging the club, you still have to be careful. Yeah, that's yeah. why I recommend just those small shots. Yeah. Because big clubs flying around in circles around us, you know, <laughs> Hopefully, you won't be near lamps and whatnot. The club is going to do some damage. Yeah, you want to keep it away from anything. Yeah, put yourself breaking. in the middle of the room. <laughs> now, if, if let's say somebody were to get involved with you on a long-distance uh, learning situation, can you learn anything if they were to set up a camera in their living room and take a video of them swinging with a ping-pong ball? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I sure can. Okay, cool. Uh, I've I've done that. We've got listeners all over the globe, and uh, you know they send me they send me emails. We wind up communicating like we do here on the web. We we get uh, I get them to send me their videos, and and I I love to see that. And I'll give them a shot at what's the best camera angle. I give them a quick description of how to do it, and they send it to me, and I give them some feedback on it, and they work on it, and they get better, and it's a whole lot of fun for them. So cool. anybody wherever you are. Just uh, just reach out, contact me through those Weekend Golf Guys uh, website, or uh, or straight to me. My or you know the Golf Guys Facebook page is a great way to right to yeah, do that. Where is. a lot of people will will contact me through that. Mm-hmm. Works out terrific. And also, uh, still have that video up of uh, of Jeff's uh, little quick training on um, uh, getting out of sand. Because for yeah. for an average golfer, the weekend golfer. That is the most frightening shot, I think, of any. Is you get in the sand, you go, oh, no. Because you've been told myriad ways to get out. None of them seem to work. Uh, Jeff cuts through all the BS that you've heard and will uh, show you a very simple way to get out first time, every time, all the time. It even works for a trapper producer, Mark. <laughs> Which is saying that something. That should tell you something right there. there. So, yeah. 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 If he's never in it, he never practices, and it, and it works for him on the, on the occasion where John picked up his ball off the green and threw it in the bunker instead well, of well, No, he hits, it, he hits it straight, but not necessarily long. So a lot of times on that straight line between where you are and the hole, 
They put sand. I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> and they vicious, do, they do it on purpose. Golf course designers. They do it on purpose. <laughs> We've got some great guests coming up. John Ambrose with an L2 putter. A lateral line, yeah, it's going to stand up on its own. It's going to be easier to align. It's, it's, it's great. And Keith Rogers with the Swing Wizard and the Wizard Putting System. And uh, this guy must do nothing more than sit home and think of ways to make everybody better. Which you got to, you know, someone's got to do it. And we're glad he's the one because <laughs> I don't have the time or the expertise. <laughs> uh, but that's all coming up. We're going to make it better today and today only. And if it doesn't work... There's a double money-back guarantee. (laughs) We will be right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Don't you move. You checked out our Facebook page yet? It's facebook.com slash golf guys. Go there and like us, please. The Chili Whacker. Once you stop giggling, Jeff, tell them what it does. (laughs) Eric Childs, a a developer of this thing, he's a PGA professional from Minnesota. He has developed this great swing trainer aid that works for every single person. What this thing is, is this is essentially a tripod with a little rack on top of it that holds a couple of swim noodles. And I can put this in position so that I can make sure that people swing perfectly on their best swing plane right down through the best impact position possible. It's really versatile. I can do anything with it. This is the perfect thing for somebody to have right behind them, right next to them, wherever they need to make their club move through. This thing can help. I bought two, and I'm ready to go. Call the Chili Whacker. How do you order one? Go to ChiliWhacker.com and order it. Put in a code GOLFGUYS. He'll save you some money if you do that. I think you'll think you're going to save 10% if you uh, just type in the word GOLFGUYS in there, and uh, he'll be happy to send you one. ChiliWhacker.com. GOLFGUYS is the code. You're going to save some money. Go there. Do it now before you forget. And welcome back. We are those weekend golf guys. John Ashton, Jeff Smith, and Trevor producer Mark Hunter. Brendan Sweeney, my man, driving somewhere down in Orlando, Florida. I was very disappointed last Tuesday morning, man. I thought I was going to see your face on Morning Drive on the Golf Channel. So uh, I tell you what, there's a great team win. And uh, I tell you what, we are the, the home for the next five years of the senior L. PGA Championships. It'll be the first women senior ever being played the, uh, this July from uh, the 10th to the 12th of July at the PGA course up at uh, French Lake. So now does this mean that the LPGA has finally embraced the Legends Tour? This means this is the first LPGA Senior Women's Championship. Correct. Okay, okay. fantastic. It, it, no, the, the official name is Senior LPGA Championship. That is, and we don't yet have a presented by that we have to throw in there like we did with the uh, with the guys, huh? Well, we can, <laughs> <laughs> and I hope we and I hope we do very. Soon. <laughs> 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 Radio World wants to scoop up a couple hundred grand. Give me a call. Yeah, yeah. Let's get the pocket change out, Jeff. Should we make it the, uh, the the LPGA Senior Championship presented by those weekend golf? No, that wouldn't work. That wouldn't well, work. Well, sure. Sure, sure. We'll partner it out. <laughs> yeah. But now you you guys have been, like, working in the background, keeping this hush-hush, man. I am so surprised. You normally can't keep a secret to save your life, Brendan, but now, bam, it's out there. Well, I quit drinking for a while. I gotcha. That helps. <laughs> that helps, man. But you, how long have you been working on this? Oh gosh, I tell you, it, you know. Well, actually, you know, we've had four years with the uh, the LPGA legend, right? Uh, which you know, Lori Kane won the first year. Uh, Lori Rinker, uh, Julie Inkster, and the six hole playoff this year with Tris, with Trish Johnson and Julie Inkster. 
so that's that's four years. Uh, two years before that, we started planning it out. But uh, it really came to uh, fruition uh, uh, about six, seven months ago. Uh, Dave Harner and Steve uh, Ferguson, our chairman of the board, uh, were, were talking with the, with the folks and said, hey, we need to take this to the next level, and we need to pump it up. And they have. And we, they met with uh, the Golf Channel. They met with the LPGA Tour. We were with Commissioner Juan today in the, on Morning Drive, and they launched it off. And, and uh, we're going to have a $600,000 purse. Uh, and then uh, on the flip side of that, that's going to be a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so the, the 10th, 11th, 12th of July. But the weekend before that, so uh, 789 is going to be the Symmetra Tour champ, or the Symmetra Tournament, which is going to be at the Donald Ross Golf Course. And then that Sunday, we're going to have the Legends Honors Division playing Sunday and the top qualifiers. You qualify for both if you're over the age of 63. So hopefully Jan Stevenson wins that and then goes on and plays on the uh, Senior LPGA Championship. Oh, man, it's going to be a busy time to, to watch. Wow. Yeah. Don't don't go to French Lick to play golf any time during that week. But, uh, you're gonna... well, well, actually, you should. On, on the 10th, 11th, 12th, you get an early tea time at the Ross, then you come out and watch some afternoon golf, have a few cocktails, yeah. and go to the entertainment. That sounds good to me, man. We will be there. Yeah. Now this. Well, and, and you, you know what the best thing is? What's that? We're doing it for Riley's Hospital for Children again. Oh, so, uh, fantastic. There's, uh, yeah, there's 300,000 kids across the uh, threshold at Riley's, and, and they're going to benefit again from, uh, from, the, from the tournament here. So we're all excited. Uh, it's been a long term, a long time coming, and uh, it's, a, it's a direct reflection coming from the top, from the, from the cook crew, from Steve Ferguson. But most importantly, you see how much effort and time that Dave, Dave Harner, our director of golf, and, mm-hmm. and his team has put into it. I, you know, they throw me the keys and say go drive the bus every once in a while, but not too far. So. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you put gas in it before you bring it home. Um, yeah. And one thing, too, yeah. is is we're talking about, you know, of course, the French Lick Resort in French Lick, Indiana. And a lot of our listeners are outside of the purview of Indiana, and they're going, well, why do we care? One of the things about the Riley Hospital for Children is it's one of the few adolescent heart transplant centers in the country. And, yeah. and there are a lot of people outside of indiana who have to take advantage of that and they come all the way to riley's in indianapolis so even if you're not in indiana this is still something that you can get behind uh it's a great a great facility and um great folk up there and it's just so nice to be able to help in any way possible and and helping support this particular group of tournaments or a collection of tournaments or a couple of tournaments is going to be a great way to do it because the symmetra the girls from the Symmetra Tour are going to be there, and then uh, the women that you have grown up watching on the LPGA Tour are going to be there immediately thereafter, man. Fantastic. Well, I tell you, it, it's pretty neat to see, you know, since 2009 when the Pete Dye course opened, we've, we've hosted uh, 14 championships. And I don't think there's any place out there that has really touched every, every golf organization except for the PGA Tour that, 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 that has hosted so many things. And now we have... You know, we built the course to host championships, and you know, and granted, we have to prove ourselves. I think I think that our team have proved them proven themselves over the years. Uh, you know, with the senior PGA championship with Colin Montgomery winning it, but now we're looking at you know a, a five year deal with the uh, with the LPGA Symmetra Tour, but also we're going after the NCAA championships as well. So Ooh. between eighteen and twenty three, we'll find out in the fall if if we get the NCAA's. 
But that, that's just a, a perfect segue for us to go into the next level, not only with the Symmetra Tour on the, on the girls' side of the NCAA, but, you know, for the future generations of golf, you know, not maybe five years from now, ten years from now, fifteen years from now, what Frenchlick has done for golf and to prove again and again that we could host a major championship. Yeah, and host it very effectively. And, and have fun doing it, too. As, oh exactly, man. It's so much fun to hang out with you all up there. It's, it's a great time, and we're looking forward to uh, – when's media day, man? <laughs> uh, uh, April, April 24th, brother. All right, man. Make sure we get on the invitation list. We'll save the date. <laughs> Hey, the great thing about having you guys in a media day, you don't need to be on the list. You just show up, we'll take care of you. <laughs> yeah, I think, oh, the golf guys are here again. Let's put on a happy face. <laughs> Brendan Sweeney. Yeah, Brendan Sweeney with uh, French Lick Resort, man. Uh, you guys are just, I mean, you're putting, you're putting all of us on the map around here. This is going to be Indiana. We have already extolled the virtues of Indiana in general as like a golf mecca. You're, uh, you're getting a lot of reasons to bring uh, – bring national attention to to the fact that uh, we are really lucky with all of our golf facilities and the golf people in, in this section of the country, man. So all, y- y'all come over and make plans to come in July and watch the ladies play golf. French Absolutely. And, you know, you don't have to come and watch just in July. Come beforehand and play play afterwards. I mean, that's what we're here for. Yeah, exactly. We'll give you the private, uh, the private golf course experience with a public swear. We love it. It's fantastic. What's the website address, man? Oh, if you can't figure out, you know, the three W's in front, don't even bother punching it in. But it's FrenchLick.com. FrenchLick.com. That's easy enough, yep. even even for us. Hey, hey, hey! Here's the other thing too. Uh, 2017 is going to be the 100th anniversary of our Donald Ross Golf Course. So we got some really cool packages for the Ross Course, and. Uh, I made a, I made, I made the, uh, the typical Brendan thing and saying, oh, hey, what if I dress up in knickers for all these public events? So <laughs> I, I, I got to dress up in knickers for a few <laughs> times in 2017. The good news is the knickers come with expandable waistbands, so I don't know if it's not working out for a while. <laughs> yeah, at least you know what's important. Brendan Sweeney, French Lick Resort, FrenchLick.com. Go play some golf there, get, get to love the place, and then make plans to, uh, to come back the Symmetra Tour and the uh, LPGA Senior Championship. Brendan, thanks for your time, man. Merry Christmas to all you guys. Appreciate you very much. Merry Christmas to you, too. We'll see you in April, if not before, my man. Cheers. All right, we will be right back. Don't you move. You know, a couple weeks ago, Jeff, we had the guy from Shaftline on. You've been working with your students with it, man. Give me the report. How's it working? Well, so far, everybody's tried to buy it from me. (laughs) I've had 11 people with this putter in their hand, and 11 people tried to buy it from me. I said, no, no, go buy it from them. You can't have this one. I cannot misalign this putter. It is absolutely the easiest thing I've ever seen, and all of the students that I've put it down in front of, they just look at that and like, oh my gosh. Visually, this thing is awesome. A white shaft going straight down into the head, and the top of the head lining up perfectly with the shaft is white. It is fantastic. I cannot misalign anything. And you won't be able to either. Don't buy it from Jeff. Buy it from shaftline.com. Now, listen, if you use the code GOLFGUYS when you check out, you will get free shipping, and you'll get a free sleeve of Pro V1 balls along with your order. Free shipping, free Pro V1s, shaftline, L-I-G-N.com. GOLFGUYS is the code to check out. Get you one.
And welcome back, Weekend Golf Guys. It is us, John Ashton, Jeff Smith, and Trevor Producer, Mark Hunter, of course. And I uh, want to welcome in John Ambrose of the L2 Putter fame. Thank you for having me. It's great, man. It's great. Now, I asked Jeff, the day I got this putter, the first thing I noticed was it'll stand up on its own. So I went and I asked Mr. Jeff Smith if it was legal for me to set this putter up behind the ball on a green and then walk away and make sure it's aligned correctly. And he said, yes, John, it is. That's fantastic. Not only that, but, you know, uh, now they put that new rule out coming in 2017 where if you accidentally bump the ball, you can replace it. So that kind of takes that edge out of it because in the past, you know, if if it did ever blow over and you had your ball there, you'd get a stroke. What I tell guys to do is, uh, folks to do is to uh, stand it up behind their ball marker. So if you line the putter up with the ball marker, then if you've got a spin balance line on your ball, you can use the spin balance line to parallel it with the lines on the head, and then just pull the ball marker out of there and scoot your putter up. Mark, were you taking notes, man? Because you know, okay, it's, that's why he records the show. It's forty degrees today, yeah. so we can't go out and do this immediately, but. <laughs> But come, you know, yeah, March, we're going to refer back to this. <laughs> <laughs> You're hoping it's March. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And it's heavy. It's a heavy putter. It's it's made. And by the way, you can go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com or our Facebook page at facebook.com slash golfguys and see pictures of what we're talking about right now. It's the L2 right. putter. Um, it's heavy, but it's it's heavy on purpose, right? You know, the heavy isn't a, isn't a newsflash. I mean, like they have the heavy putter. And it's mm-hmm. like 500 grams. So this is like 115 grams heavier, yeah. which isn't massive. But what's significant is it's bigger. Yeah, Being bigger and heavier is where the magic happens. It's not just to be big and not just to be heavy. Like if you remember, Jack Nicklaus putted with a, a, a blade putter that was huge. But the thing of it is, why aren't there a million of them out there now since he did that? Because they don't perform well because it was very light, even though it was big. The heavy putters and a lot of the putters that that tout a heavier feel, they're heavy, but they're all about five inches from toe to heel. So moment of inertia is a very simple fact, and and club designers that that proclaim to have a higher moment of inertia are just not getting that because you can't do moment of inertia without size and weight. It's the weight and how it's distributed over the mass. So the farther it is from either side of the shaft, the more stable it's going to keep the face so it won't oscillate on its own when you stroke the club. It just allows you to take a bigger backstroke. And the side advantage to that is the, the sweet spot uh, turns into a sweet spot zone on our putter that's like three and a half inches. It goes from the toe to past the shaft. It just does such amazing things to make the, the contact with the ball and the putter's performance a no-brainer. So now you can just concentrate on doing what you need to do which is reading the green and estimating distance and the stroke size. I don't know about other people, but I prefer a much heavier putter. And I will admit that uh, because of the weather here the past few weeks, I have yet been able to take it out to a real green. But it, right. I'm killing it on my kitchen floor, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And, you know, you know, a lot of the pros do the same put thing. Here yeah. in the studio. It's a much more practical application. Yeah, well, you know, get your own. <laughs> yeah, I, the, 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 so the tour there. Pro, I can do that for you. I can do that for you. But um, the tour pros actually use a heavier putter on faster greens. Lots of times, you need more stability and a, and a quieter hand on fast greens because it just takes a twitch for the club to go off. Yeah, and and since the ball's so sensitive on fast greens, it can mess you up. 
So a big heavy club, it's just it's just more stable. Golfers have the hardest time not using their hands and wrists when they putt. If that weren't a true statement, then the tour pros would all putt normal, but they do left hand low and claw grip, yeah. and they anchor putted. They do everything they can do to get their hands out of the stroke because you know when you start getting into the subconscious uh, philosophy of putting, the quickest muscles it's going to work with are the ones it works with all the time. Your fingers, hands, and wrists. You right. do tons of subconscious stuff with your finger, hands, and wrists. And uh, it's it's just a plague of putting, and it just doesn't need to be so because the head weight and size of this just lets you go past your hands up into your arms and shoulders. Yeah, it, it's so easy to just relax and, and become like a pendulum. Definitely. It's yeah. beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Is that the thought process? Did you guys actually sit back and say, okay, we've got to design a putter that's going to make it easier for the average golfer to remove all of the bad things that they normally do when they putt? The whole thrust of my design started out to be, I need to design a putter that you don't have to look at the ball to make good contact with it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that interesting? I mean, it's funny to watch guys putt. Uh, With our putter, you don't have to look at the ball when you putt. And I'll say, well, you know what? This time, just watch the putter face go back and forth. Don't look at the ball. And I'll watch them, and I know they weren't looking at the putter face. I'll go, you weren't looking at the face. (laughs) (laughs) And the guys guys get all nervous. I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm telling them, you know, just just look at the putter face. Your head's not going to blow up. Just just go ahead and do it. It's practice green here. A few times of it, and they just are are just amazed uh, how simple it is. I mean, it's keeping your eye on the ball is like the buzzword of golf since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. From tee to green, that's just absolutely necessary. And it's always been necessary on the green up till now because the putters are so small and light with a dime-sized sweet spot. How are you going to make solid contact right in the sweet spot if you aren't watching the ball when you put it? Right. So it's not like I'm criticizing people for looking at the ball. I'm just saying now you don't have to, and you can't imagine how good you putt when you don't have to look at the ball. Yeah, and, you know, one of the big um, buzzy techniques that's out the, is uh, looking at the hole as, as you putt. Yes, yes. You and, know, and, and I teach that to some people because, you know, they get a little bit too ball-bound. And so I want to keep their, their focus on the hole, and I want to make sure that their brain receives all those all that information about how far away it is, scanning back and forth, checking out, you know, where it's going to go, where it's going to roll over. All those things, and then it, they they're not ball bound. Oh, you're you're you couldn't be more exact about that. And what that does, and I've been I've been kind of promoting that more lately, is uh, it gives you like present moment putting. When you play in the moment, you are a great golfer. Mm-hmm. Present moment is where every pro that's successful on the tour at their moment of triumph, they're in the moment. They don't even know there's a crowd out there. Right. And you got to be in the moment when you when you play golf, but especially when you putt. If you're looking at the distance and assessing the line and getting a feel for how big the stroke needs to be while you do the stroke, what's happening is your mind's actively participating while it's happening. And when it's actively participating, it's not wandering, thinking of whether you're going to make it or not or double-check how hard you're hitting it or whatever. So you're actively looking at, like you said, to, to transfer that feel while it's happening, it brings your mind into the game. I don't understand the algorithms and, and the higher-level math that the brain is doing as it's deciding 
how much of a force it's going to put behind this movement you're making to get the ball to the hole. But if it's looking at it, it's making those calculations as it's happening, like you say, which makes them much more accurate. And you're going to get the ball closer to the hole than you do if you just look at it once and then stare at the ball and hit it. Definitely. Well, you know, um, I'm a retired airline pilot. And um, when you're going to land an airplane, you're not just staring at the end of the runway hoping it goes on well or trying to <laughs> nail a spot. You know. Good to hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I've wondered though, John. <laughs> well, yeah, you'll get a clunker every once in a while, but as long as it keeps rolling, you're good. Yeah. But when you're coming into land, you just don't stare at the end of the runway. You look at the other end. You look around. You look at the planes that are waiting to take off. And it's clicking your distance measuring and depth perception into gear. Mm-hmm. And it does extraordinary things. John Ambrose, L2 putters. For people to see it, touch it, etc. where do they go? What do they do? Uh, just go to l2putters.com. And uh, we've got everything on the site there uh, that will help them out. And um, uh, we aren't into stores too much yet. Oh, that's okay. Everyone um, knows once you get into a store, it's going to be more expensive than if you buy it online from you, anyhow. Well, that, and it's, it takes some explaining. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, if you just pick it up and try to putt with it like you've been putting, it's going to feel heavy and weird. And Yeah. I read the little thing that came in, and the little little uh, business card size thing that said about always keep the uh, the head cover on because of this powder. And I went, oh, magic fairy dust that's going to help me sink every putt. I it am, is. It yes. is. <laughs> it is. It is. But don't be surprised if you want to go with your wife to pick out drapes. <laughs> yeah. Is it legal powder? That can happen. Uh, that can happen, yeah. But it makes you a better putter, I'll tell you that. Well, that's all that we can. You know, if there are any other side effects, we can deal with those later. Uh, John yeah, Ambrose. Uh, definitely. Uh, L2 Putters. And again, what's the, the website, John? It's uh, l2putters.com or l2putter.com, the ladder line putter.com, any of those will get them there. I think you're really, uh, really going to enjoy it. Just stick with it and, and trust it and give it some room, and it'll, it'll make putts for you. Appreciate it. That's, that's what we need, man, a putter that works on its own. <laughs> it just about does. Just about does. We've seen what happens when you try one. <laughs> you one, you'll do it by itself. John Ambrose, right. L2 Putters, thank you. We'll be right back. Don't move. Hey, Jeff Smith is ready to go. He wants to see your video. Just go to Facebook.com slash golf guys. You can get all the details there. Jeff's Quick Fix. Check it out. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said done. Watching sports is fun, but I've got a way that can make it even more fun. In fact, it's so fun, it'll never be the same. I want you to check out an app, a totally free app called Fire Fan. It's a game changer, really. Finally, it's a sports app that puts you right into the game while it's going on, real time. You predict the scores, you call the plays all in real time while you're watching, and you can compete against other folks. And there are some, I've been looking at some some of the guys who have already downloaded this app. There are sports heroes, there are celebrities, 
You can invite your friends, your family, or just hook up with other diehard fans and and play together. And, you know, the more you call it right, the more points you can achieve. And you can earn loyalty rewards, too, not just points. It's the hottest app of the year. It's called Fire Fan. I want you to go right now, download the Fire Fan app, and enter the player rewards code GOLFGUYS. All right, that's what you need. The player rewards golf guys. Play the game. Earn rewards. Fire fan. And welcome back again, those weekend golf guys. John Ashton in studio along with uh, Jeff Smith up at the Golf Cave at Otto Creek and Trevor producer Mark Hunter on the controls and on the line, Keith Rogers from Swing Wizard. How you doing, man? Thank you for having me on the show today. Oh, our pleasure. Totally. Now, uh, I've got this funky-looking uh, double-headed seven-iron, and uh, what am I supposed to do with it, Keith? This is the swing wizard. What is? What, is, what do I've I do? I've given you some suggestions of what you could do with it. Why don't you just? Why don't you just be quiet, Mister <laughs> Jeff? <laughs> All those thoughts that Jeff put in your head, Keith, get rid of those. <laughs> Scrap them and start over. That's it. <laughs> well, uh. When I first came up with the idea for the Swing Wizard, it was to help me identify my swing plane. It was something that I had struggled with. So, you know, after hours and and thousands of golf balls later, I still wasn't getting any better. Kind of narrowed it down to my, my swing plane, which I felt was never consistent, always all over the place. One time it'd be upright, one time it'd be flat, and everywhere in between. Mm -hmm. I bet I have over 10,000 hours of studying video of all the top tour players to try and understand and get my head wrapped around what do these guys know that the average golfer doesn't. Okay. Turns out it's a lot, but, you know, it, it, it comes down. It, Say, this is only an hour show. <laughs> right, right, yeah. We, you know, you got another 10,000 hours, I can explain it all. But No, really what it what it came down to is, Every one of these guys was extremely consistent, and they were extremely balanced throughout their entire swing uh, from takeaway back to, to follow-through. So it kind of got the wheels turning, and I wanted an easy w- method that would allow me to understand my swing plane and just see, and more importantly than see, feel how the club works in unison with the way your body turns, moves, bends, flexes, etc., what I didn't realize is the, the Swing Wizard offered a lot more benefit than just seeing my swing plane. For example, it also uh, demonstrated what my swing path is. Um, it told me if I was crossing the line at the top. It, it told me what my club face position was doing because having a double-headed club like that, in theory, the concept isn't anything new. People have been doing it for years by shoving a name stick in. The, the difference is with a name stick, it doesn't tell you what your club face is doing at the top of your backswing. Right. When you consider when you consider the average swing takes place in 1.3 seconds between 60 and 90 miles an hour, when you're swinging full speed, it doesn't give you much time to pick up, oh, that's what I <laughs> um, So, no, it, uh, by slowing everything down, um, one thing that I found out is our bodies actually learn a motion 300 times faster by doing it in slow motion. That's why you see a lot of martial artists, dancers, figure skaters, they all rehearse in slow motion because Uh what they're trying to do, and Jeff, maybe you can attest to this, the one thing that is virtually impossible to try and teach a student is 
feel. You can teach them everything else under the sun, but to tell somebody what they should be feeling is a, is a tall order because it's different for every one of us. The swing is very unique in the sense that we all have a variation of delivering the golf club. Um, no two players are built the same. No two players swing a club exactly the same. So that being said, you know, the big key here is you got to find a swing that's conducive by applying the basic fundamentals of swinging a golf club to develop and find your own golf swing. And that's what this product does. It won't let you break down uh, too early. That other uh, head and shaft will prevent any forward uh, progress if you start to cast or release that club. Um, the cool thing about it is the weighting and balance. By having, you know, one of the things that Jim McLean, when he first saw the product that he loved about it, he said, Keith, putting that other head on there, he said, and the weighting and balance of this is genius. Um, I, I don't know about all that, but <laughs> it, it is very effective. Genius may be um, a little strong. You know? huh? I got you. All right. Yeah, well, you can get is, the comment genius out of, out of one of the legends of golf instruction. <laughs> Take it and run. <laughs> yeah. And for those, I'll let go, me. I'll go with it. Kate, let me just jump in Put here for a second. Yeah, let me just jump in here for a second for, for people who are listening and going, uh, I'm not really, I don't quite, I can't really visualize. Uh, you can just go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com or our Facebook page at facebook.com slash golfguys, and you will see a picture of the Swing Wizard and um, got links to some videos and stuff, too, so you can actually see what this does. But in a nutshell, um, the it's double-headed. You've got a, a, a seven-iron club head at each end of, of a, what is it, about a six-foot shaft when you put it together? Yeah, it, it's when you when you grip the, the club, it's it's about the length of a standard seven-iron. And I deliberately chose that because that's the middle-of-the-road club in our bag. Right. So if you can have a basis line in which to work from, um, the transition, when you pick up your, your wedges all the way to your driver, the, the transition is, is very fast and almost automatic. And you can look at the, the other club head and see what the one that you're not looking at is doing. It, it's, it's a direct reflection of what... Correct. Of, it's yeah, just it's, so cool. It's a mirror image of what's transpiring behind you. You know, we never get to see uh, what happens behind us. You know, unless we carry a, a mirror around with us, yeah, uh, or videotape ourselves. But you know, the cool thing about this is you don't hit golf balls, you don't swing it hard, you don't swing it fast. Um, you're trying to train your body on what to feel and the correct motions that yeah. you need to implement into your own swing. So by taking the ball out of the equation, you know, you, you give somebody something to hit a golf ball with, and their focus is what? Hitting, hitting the golf, golf ball. ball. Right. You know, they're, they're so intent on hitting that golf ball that, you know, all the mechanics and the, the fundamentals go out the window. Yeah. So by removing the ball, it, it places your focus more on your mechanics. And I tell everybody the same thing. They're like, well... Well, how do I, you know, what do I do? And I said, pay attention. That's all you got to do. <laughs> oh, that's that's, um, ask, that's asking you know, a lot for some of us, you. Keith. It, it is. You know what? I, I, I tell you, you know, everything that Keith has had to say, you know, I would use this in my teaching here in the golf studio. Um, it's very obvious. I actually built something similar, um, but I did not put the head on the same way he did. And so my head's upside down. Okay. <laughs> Well, we, we, well, we've got well, another impression. Mine was upside down 
inside out in every way imaginable when I was coming up. The whole key to it was the weighting and balance. And yeah. the way the positions are hit, or, or the heads are positioned on there, rather, is when you set this on plane and you start your downswing, you know, in a nice slow motion manner, it's virtually impossible to pull that club off plane. So uh, for people that struggle with coming over the top, I mean, kiss it goodbye in, in five to ten minutes. Because what this does is, is trains your body. Once your body can sense and feel um, what it should be doing to get the result you're after, it's a game changer. And, and Jeff, I want to point out that when you get get the Swing Wizard, it comes with a pair of alignment sticks. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Jeff, I actually own alignment sticks now. That's great. <laughs> can you imagine Just, that? Huh? Now if I can only figure out what to do with them. <laughs> I got a couple of suggestions well, the- for you. <laughs> we're, we're back anyway, to that again. I'm going to come steal However, your swing you're wizard. Be very uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> you, know, you can use it for a little while, but I'm going to I'm going to train people with that thing. I'm going to come swipe it. Yeah, we'll we'll bring it up to the golf cave, man. Because heaven well, knows, I just happen to know a guy that knows a guy. Know a guy. You know, I I don't want you guys fighting over. <laughs> but, uh, but just just to kind of recap, what you know, how you use it is. You, you take your normal setup, you take a very slow, because what you're trying to do is, is visually see and feel. So the slower you can move with this club, um, the better the result. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm probably the exception because I was so hell-bent on improving my game. But, um, you know, I, I was 18, 19, 20 handicapped when I invented it. In, the, in my living room over the winter, over about four months' time, I dropped my handicap down to a four, and that's no joke. That, that's the cool thing about it is you can use it anywhere. You know, my routine, I didn't spend hours working with it. Um, I, maybe five to ten minutes in the morning, uh, start a pot of coffee while my coffee's brewing. I'm in the living room just, just swinging my club. Um, but what I did without realizing it, um, you know, I was desperate. I, I tried everything on the market. Um, all the the products that promised, uh, you know, to make me a better golfer, and I got a whole garage full of them. If anybody's, <laughs> but, uh, I, we all do, Keith. You're out of luck, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the reality was, I went out that following spring and played my first round of golf, and I'm literally laughing from hole to hole, going, "There's no way. This, this is not even possible." So I ended up. I ended up shooting a five-over round on a course that I typically shoot eighteen to nineteen over. Woo! And that. and I call up I call up a few of my buddies and I said, "Man, you're not going to believe this." I said, <laughs> I, "I went out, I shot five over today," and they were like, you're right. "Yeah, you're right. We don't believe you. We've golfed with you." Yeah. <laughs> and I said, no, "I'm serious." So, you know, I later that night I'm I'm working with it still and and trying to prove to myself that you know it really did help my game. So I go out the next day thinking, you know, maybe they were right. It was a fluke. I go out the next day. I shoot four over. Ended up maintaining about a 3.2 handicap that whole season. Wow. You know, the the proof is in the pudding. The average Mm -hmm. stroke improvement that I hear feedback from people is between six and eight strokes. Shameless self-promotion, Keith. Uh, where do people go? How much is it? How do they get one? Uh, Swing Wizard retails for seventy nine ninety five. Uh, they can go to our website, wizardgolf.net, and see the full lineup of products. Um, they can go on YouTube, Swing Wizard Golf on YouTube, and there's uh, much more information and instructional video and, and so forth on there. 
Well, you've probably been watching it already at uh, thoseweekendgolfguys.com or on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash golfguys. While you're at either of those two locations, hang out, look around. Uh, also, uh, like us on Facebook, follow us at Twitter at WKNDGolfguys. And uh, just remember that next week at the same place at the same time, we will be back. Much better golfers. I don't care what the temperature is where you're at right now. Go play some golf. <laughs>